that's the weakness. Superman has kryptonite. The Cromwell women, witches, have men. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of In Hindsight. We're your hosts, Andrea, Brittany, and Jasmine. We review movies and TV shows from our childhood to see if they still hold up, because sometimes things aren't quite the way you remember them. In this week's episode, we are reviewing Halloween Town High, a Disney Channel original movie that premiered October 8, 2004. So I don't have much energy for this movie, and I, frankly, I am disappointed and saddened by this <laughs> this particular film so i'm just going to take this off of uh, wikipedia or imdb i can't remember where i found this summary but a girl in a magical world bets her family's magic all her family's magic that nothing bad will happen when kids from halloween town attend high school in the mortal realm and of course you know chaos ensues lessons learned blah 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 so we're just going to jump right in to the pop culture segment, and then we'll get down to the summary. But before we get started, please don't forget to follow us on Instagram at N underscore hindsight underscore pod and on Twitter at N underscore hindsight pod. If you're loving these episodes, please feel free to subscribe, share with your friends and leave a review. We would love to hear from you. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or anywhere else that podcasts are published. If you want us to dissect one of your favorite childhood films, let us know on the socials or email us at inhindsightpod at gmail.com. And with that, let's get into it, girl. So for this week's pop culture segment, we've got the director, Mark A.Z. DePay, back from Pixel Perfect. And you know, the idea hold from our discussion, <laughs> you don't need to direct anything else, Okay. Uh, the writer, Daniel Berenson, we've seen him several times. We just talked about him in um, one of these movies. That we, that we just watched Eddie, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off and something else that we just watched. So he's back. Again, we talked about in Halloween Town and Halloween Town 2, our main cast, which is Kimberly J. Brown as Marnie. They didn't give her anything to work with here. Debbie Reynolds, a shame. As Aggie Cromwell. They didn't give her anything either. Judith Hogue is back as Gwen. Zoe, not Zoe, Joey Zimmerman is back as Dylan. And Emily Rosk is barely there as Sophie. And this was her final acting role. And I can tell. So beyond that, we have Finn Whitrock, who plays Cody. This was his film debut. He actually studied at Juilliard, which... Okay. I assume that was after he was in this movie uh, because he was giving <laughs> a little bit too much. Um, he actually performed on Broadway in Death of a Salesman in 2012. He's also been on American Horror Story, uh, Ratchet on Netflix, American Crime Story, and All My Children. Next, we have Clifton Davis, who played Principal Phil Flanagan. He's an actor, singer, songwriter, minister, Baptist minister, and author born in Chicago. So shout out to you, sir. He wrote uh, Never Can Say Goodbye for the Jackson 5. He has appeared on Broadway. Wait, this is the black man yeah. with the ring? Yeah. He wrote that song? Yeah. The songwriter. Is... 
And somehow he ended up here, girl. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's where my brain is going. How did we get from the Jackson Five to uh? Well, we'll talk about his right. role, but I'm shocked they got somebody of that that's caliber. Me too. I'm. I mean, they had Debbie Reynolds, so and I'm still confused at that. <laughs> that first time I said okay, but the last two, mm, I know Debbie asked for quite. I'm like, if I'm gonna do this, you better add to my contract. So he's also appeared on Broadway. He hosted the Stellar Gospel Music Awards. He wrote one of the chapters in Chicken Soup for the Teenage Soul. And he was also in Max Keeble's Big Move, uh, Amen, which is a show that mom still watches, and then Godfather of Harlem. We have Eliana Reyes as Cassie, the witch, um, the other witch. Uh, she was in Journey of Alan Strange and Happy Feet. We've got Lucas Grobeel. Of course, we know him as Ryan Evans, High School Musical, an actor, singer, songwriter. This yes. is also his debut film. He was also in Smallville, Switched at Birth, of course, you know, the first season of High School Musical, the musical, the series. And he also participated in the Disney Channel games, which I do recall. Oh, my gosh. I used to love the Disney Channel games. Oh, that's that locked in memory. <laughs> Yes, those are always a good time. I always wanted to be on one somebody's team on one of those. Uh, Michael Flynn plays Edgar Dalloway, the raggedy council member. He was in Everwood, Touched by an Angel, Stranger Than Fiction, Halloween 4. And then he was the teacher at Yak in High School Musical, the musical, the series. If you recall, Brittany. That's the school that um, Olivia went to? Mm-hmm. Oh, he was being uh, real extra. Yeah. He was like only in like a few episodes. Um, Olasia Rulin is back. Um, Our girl Kelsey. Yes. We, we've seen her before in Hounded and the Poof Point. And she plays Natalie. Todd Michael Schwartzman plays Pete the Werewolf. And he was one of the basketball player dancers in High School Musical. So there's a lot of folks that they pull from this. The overlap in the High School Musical Halloween Town universe. It's all connected, girl. Um, Jesse Harward played Chester, um, the blue skin monster. He didn't really have too much going on on IMDb. Uh, Clayton Taylor plays Chester's human version, though. And he was in A Kid Called Danger, Touched by an Angel, Angels in the Attic. And he'll be back in Read It and Weep. Um, Frank Garish plays the Pumpkinhead member of the council. And he was in Don't Look Under the Bed and Daddy Day Camp. And then finally, Frank Welker I don't know who, what he did specifically, but he offered some special vocal effects. But I did want to include him because I found this very interesting. He is an actor, mostly a voice actor, with 900 film, television, and video game credits. So he, he is getting them coins. He is, well, according to Wikipedia, I did not fact check, check this because it's not that serious, but he, they say he's the third highest grossing actor of all time. He is the voice of Garfield, Curious George, and Scooby-Doo and Fred, starting way back in 1969 when we went to the moon, as Ren said. So, shout out to you, Frank. And just a couple of trivia notes. Um, after Halloween Town 2, I guess, got criticism for being too dark in tone, which, when they supposedly made this one to be more family-friendly. Yikes. And this was filmed at the same Catholic high school from Luck of the Irish, and they had to use a lot of posters and different filming angles to hide all the religious artwork in the background. So with that, 
<laughs> Before we have a very brief um, conversation about this movie, any initial thoughts y'all want to share? Well, you know, I saw my High School Musical people and I was like, hey. And then I realized, oh, this is pre-High School Musical. So, the beginning. Also, where was Sophie? That is an excellent question. She was tired. I was wondering if you felt like why she was she was just on her way out, huh? I mean, a lot of other people googled it, but I couldn't find a concrete answer. Oh man! I mean, she was in the movie. Oh, barely, yeah, she was barely there. But she, but she was on set. <laughs> she just had no lines. Right. right. She showed up. <laughs> okay. I'm here, so she was there, so she didn't get fined. But she did not really have. Oh, dear. And honestly, you know what? I'm going to wait till we get there. Okay. So jumping in, you've got the opening sequence. They pretty much copied the opening sequence of the first one. This is supposed to be a year after Halloween Town 2. And still, there's no growth. But anyway, um, it was going real fast for me. The little uh, narration of the poem and all that stuff, like 100,000 years. Ago. I said, now, wait a minute. What did you say? I was confused as what was happening. You've got the knights, the Iron Knights or whatever they were. Um, Marnie gets summoned to a council meeting because she wants to have this exchange program with kids from Halloween Town. I'm sorry, Andrew just uh, reenacted <laughs> the summoning. And, you know, we see what happens as the kids come to experience the human realm. So what did y'all think about this opening Marnie's idea for an exchange program and her um, character progression since the first movie, if there was any. There was none. There was no character progression. But at least there was no regression like there was between the first and the second movie. It was pretty stable. (laughs) I was not interested in watching this movie, so I... I didn't see it when I was younger either because I hated the second one. So this one was slightly better than the second one. I was less annoyed with this one, but they spent a little bit more money. But my, you want to hear my theory about why? Because I feel like the Halloween vibes were a bit better in this one because Harry Potter had just come out. We were living in Harry Potter times at this point. So now we had all this witch stuff floating around. So they actually had stuff to go off of. So like when they were in there, um, well, I'll, I'll wait till we get back to that. I'll wait till we get to that part. But I called, I said the the rooms Marnie built for the students was the fifth Hogwarts house. Because <laughs> that's what it felt like. <laughs> so, so, yeah. I just, I was getting Harry Potter. So, maybe that's why I was a little less annoyed with this one. Yeah, I was thinking that the special effects in this one were better than most of the special effects in all the other movies we've seen in general. Very much. Yes. In this season <laughs> and all it was was a door like it wasn't really nothing happening but a door came out of nowhere and someone stepped out and then another door opened and there was a hallway but that was 10 times better than the the fire from what was the I don't even remember the names of these movies oh, the, the ghost one thing. and all the <laughs> other stuff where it's just like what what are these effects xenon yeah that's I was thinking about that too because xenon was really bad and if they had all this money to do, because I can't imagine Halloween Town and Xenon, they they had to be similar in like uh, popularity. So why they would put this, that much more money into Halloween Town and not Xenon was interesting to me. Yeah, it didn't quite make sense. I don't know what the decisions. 
who's making these decisions? Um, I'm also like, oh, so mom is doing magic now? Oh, so you See, changed your mind, Gwen? Exactly. It's so annoying. So now magic is cool? So you let your daughter have her magic back? Right. But I was happy we weren't having that argument anymore. I was happy she wasn't pretending like magic wasn't convenient at the right. very least. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> and Dylan remains a hater, as per usual. Dylan. What grade was he supposed to be in? Was he in college? No, he's because not... <laughs> I hope oh, he's that supposed to be younger than Marnie. Yes. Oh, because he looks older than Marnie, but I forgot. Yeah, I assume he was like a sophomore, or he's probably a junior, because I think he's like a year younger. A year than younger Marnie. than Marnie, right? But I honestly, Dylan didn't bother me in this one. Well, you know what? No, I no, mean, no. I, I mean, no, he did, Jasmine. He did. I, he, no, he absolutely <laughs> did, but. The, his character his character was consistent so I wasn't like annoyed as I was in the first one where I had forgotten like the level to which I was just like okay it's Dylan whatever girl mm-hmm. <laughs> at that point but yeah oh he we're gonna talk about Mr. Dylan and his audacity in a moment but um <laughs> I agree with y'all about the special effects the room and everything We've come a long way from that little cookie in the first movie that was hanging on a string so I applaud them for <laughs> for moving forward and you're right Xena was a tragedy tragedy a travesty all those things um this little meeting in the council I'm trying to understand I don't know I might talk about this later and what the trilogy could have been and yes this is a trilogy because they say there's a fourth one I don't know anything about that so this is a trilogy um but the little when she was having a little meeting the little turntable the little lazy Susan she was on I said we didn't need all that I just didn't, I really didn't need the council. I didn't need it. I guess they were filling the void that the mayor left. They just decided we're just going to get rid of the position. I don't really know. Uh, I was just annoyed. And I asked about progression because, as you said, Andrea, for me, there was none. And it's like, why did we need to spend three movies talking about this? I felt irritated for Kimberly J. Brown because she's not a bad actress. Again, give these people the material to work with because her still being ridiculous and foolish at, what, 17? You bet all the magic. And I also blame Aggie and uh, what's her face? Gwen. So y'all ain't taught her nothing in two years. So she didn't know that you're not, well, one, I wouldn't say that anyway. I, I wouldn't bet all my family's magic anyway. But the fact that she didn't know that like those were significant words and you're going to meet the council, yeah, like, it's just a mess. As big of a deal as they made her training in the first two movies, it just didn't, she should be like a master by now. She should be, you know, better than everybody. You know what I mean? <laughs> We shouldn't, there should be not, she shouldn't be in level one magic anymore. She should be teaching people magic now. (laughs) That's where I was confused too. Cause it was, it's like some time has passed. Lots of time has passed. And she sounds like she's still in like spell casting 101. When she got like Aggie Cromwell, who is the baddest witch in the land. Like supposedly, allegedly, (laughs) allegedly, (laughs) allegedly, uh, Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> what was the point of her coming to live there then? I just, exactly. I don't, exactly. Know. I don't know. What did make me laugh though was she said, you know, people are a lot more tolerant now. I said, you know what? <laughs> uh, this, this whole movie so like, you could have changed. Everything's different now. The monster allegory is 
it drove me. <laughs> yeah. It was, they had a black a, student union. They literally had a black student union. It was doing a lot of work. I'm not going to say that, but I'm glad you did. Also, the boogeyman being Gwen's love interest. I was like, okay, I, would, I would like to dig in a little bit more there. But anyway, go ahead. Brittany, were you about to? Mm-mm. No. Okay, so we're at the school. They're preparing for the kids. It seemed like they waited until the very last minute to prepare their home <laughs> for what twelve or a you know exchange students. They got grasshopper flakes for a gremlin named Bobby. I was surprised that Gwen was okay with all of it. Whatever. Um, but what did y'all think about the kids, the exchange kids for the program? Well, my thought first thought and i try not to be this person but i always am is so nobody chose a black person to be nope <laughs> their, their human suit they sure didn't they said no we know <laughs> that is they tolerant but <laughs> well it's what's too much intolerant is such a irritating word to be yes but i guess that's a different com- that's a different conversation you don't have to get into all that Oh, Aggie having Canada written on the paper took me out. That was really funny. <laughs> that that made me laugh. I said, ma'am, you had to do one. She one has, she can't be bothered to remember these earthly countries. <laughs> that really did send me. Oh, yeah, but also, if you oh, if you ahead. have magic, couldn't you just have it like like come up in your hand magically instead of written on a piece of paper? <laughs> I said allegedly. Oh. I was trying to figure out if they were them, like if the Halloween Town versions of them were like the actor versions of them, which you kind of answered in the pop culture segment. But I feel like that was like the biggest thing. I remember, I remember seeing Lucas Graybill and be like, "Yay, it's Ryan, Ryan Evans," <laughs> and then it hit me like, "Oh, hey, that's Kelsey in that car. I forgot she was in this movie." Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think I was still a little confused at this point of like what exactly was going on so I didn't have no strong reactions I was just along for the ride and that really captures it all um <laughs> it does right because like I have I had my blankets and like the temperature plummeted here in New York as a Friday just so rudely summer is gone and I had my cup of tea, and I was like, oh, well, this is a vibe, because, look, this is such a fall movie. I was just enjoying the visuals of the leaves and the pumpkins, the orange sweaters. <laughs> the energy of this movie was, was very Halloween, as we know it now, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, th- them having all those people in that little car, I was just like, and the, the little leprechauns driving the car really, I was, I was like, what? Like, every five minutes, I was like, what is going on in this movie? I don't know. But I, I did miss the bus. I really do wish the bus showed oh, up somewhere, yeah. but that was kind of like, whatever. Um, yeah, I was confused. I guess the whole message of the movie was, well, what Marnie was saying is try to blend in. And I was like, well, aren't you trying to make them accept you? Yeah, so... Okay, it was, you know, we've talked about assimilation before in Johnny's Tsunami and elsewhere, so it's just like, okay, so people are tolerant as long as you, you know, blend in. Uh, as long as you wear your human suit. Exactly, exactly. So, 
Um, the wardrobe was just really sad and pitiful. This this whole movie. I just, wait, yes, girl, yes. It, it, it really took me. I said, wait a minute, what do they have on? Like every scene, I just that took me out of it. Marnie, the only outfit I remember liking was when she had the hat with the leaves <laughs> on it and the orange sweater and the scarf, <laughs> and she felt very fall. But before there was one scene where she had like the most drab pants and like it was like a very muted colored top and I was like why are they dressing her in such like drab colors it's Marnie really disappointing right this I, is Halloween town three yeah I, I imagine she would be in you know colors or at least something that would be like a flare because she always had a flare mm-hmm. but they had her looking aged I don't know <laughs> it was, mm. yeah that's why How? I couldn't find the budget for this one I, how old, like, what's what's the year? So we know that this movie is six years from the first one, but what's it actually supposed to be in the movie? How much time has passed in the movie? Two years. Two Let's years? Be, every movie is a year. So Halloween Town 2 was one year after Halloween Town. This one's a year after Halloween Town 2. So Sophie's supposed to be nine? Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I said oh. either someone entered it incorrectly on Wikipedia or they just didn't care because she was only in like two scenes. <laughs> so then she wasn't 17. She was like 15. Marnie. But she was a oh, senior was in high school. Yeah. Someone says so she it couldn't have been. Okay, yeah, somebody, so she has to be 17, must, 18. So somebody must have messed up on Wikipedia.com. So was she, was she 13 or 14 in the first one? 13. Yeah, because, okay, because we, I remember us talking about it, and I was like, 13, 12. So, <laughs> yeah. So, it ha- so then that's even worse then. I was trying to give her grace because I was like, okay, well, two years, maybe, <laughs> maybe you're not on level five, but. No, 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 no. But no, four no. years? Mar- Marnie should be, that's a full, full college term of magic. Is, you should is. have your magic under control at the very it least. Should. Should. Oh, yikes. See, I didn't even care because you know I'd be, you know, investing. I just, <laughs> just said whatever. I'm just gonna take it as it is. But yeah, that makes it even worse. So also, I'm sorry, the bag got on my nerves. Even though I did laugh later, later on when it like actually attacked the man. <laughs> I don't know that for some. I was like, okay, it took a turn. But yeah, I was like, oh, since when? So now the bag magically is a is an animal that eats things. And I was, can you I was confused? Yeah, I mean, I guess it was it was pretty good CGI, so it was decent. But can you explain to me what Aggie was doing at school? Like, why she no. was teaching? Because they did they ever explain that? Because I didn't understand I don't, what she was doing there. I don't think they explained it, but I thought they had put her in the school as someone to also watch over the Halloween mm-hmm. Town students. Right. But I don't know if they really explained it. My brain no. just like filled that in. <laughs> They needed somebody to keep an eye, like an extra yes. person, <laughs> to be there okay, for okay, the students. Okay. These okay. you making us work. She was, <laughs> she was making parrots and and turning yeah. kids into animals and all kind of. She's somebody's ear or something happened. Somebody's ear later in the movie. She said it's fine. I think we're back. <laughs> but the the kid she, in. Oh, go ahead. When she when she started to say about uh, Christopher Columbus, she said, "New to who?" I was like, <laughs> that, she was about was everything. She was about to get somewhere with that one. Now that she was, was going everything. somewhere. Now that class, absolutely, I would have been front row. <laughs> Tell me more. Okay, that's one of my favorite posts this season, unfortunately, and that's why they they uh, got her fired or whatever. They were like, "No, nah, 
She's telling the real history. <laughs> we got to take her out. <laughs> that was funny to me. Andrew, what were you about to say? The kid in her science class looked like he was 40 years old. Yes. 40 years old. Yes. It was this I'm grown talking. man. Is, how many class <laughs> years did he fail? Because there's just no way. <laughs> And then they were like, what is she even talking about? Has she ever taught a class in her life? I was confused because she literally had just came in and said hello. <laughs> and they were already like talking mess about her. I'm like, what? <laughs> and th- how? Okay. Because in the end of the movie, you know, they're just like, hey, magic is here. But in class, you know, she clearly uses magic. But isn't the point not to... So I was like, Aggie, why are you having such a hard time with this? Like, you have been living here for a while. I don't know. I mean, it was a it gave me Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I didn't need it, but I don't know. It just she. I feel like she could have had a position to watch them without like randomly teaching all these subjects. I don't know. It was weird. Should we talk about her relationship with the principal? Sure, because y'all can just. So at first, I just thought he was being nice because, well, I, I thought he was the knight, so I thought he was being nice to, so he could have his dastardly plans later. But then I was like, are they flirting? Like half through the movie. <laughs> Look, the human world real tolerant. Okay, <laughs> I was confused. Oh, I was like, this is an interesting <laughs> turn. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. It, it was, it was, uh, that was wild. And I don't fully understand that either. But yeah, I want to know his trajectory from writing for the Jackson 5 to, to this. So, which means he's a lot older than he looks because that would have been 30 years earlier when he wrote that song or 20 years earlier. Anything Never can that? say goodbye. No, no, no. You, but you know what? I thought the same. I thought he was actually a person actually one of a real villain i guess and i thought he knew already but he clearly didn't even though it was very obvious at one point i was like maybe aggie is flirting with him because she like senses something but now she i'm gonna get into them in a minute but (laughs) we we can get there I, i thought maybe she she knew more than what she was letting on and keeping quiet about it but then i was like okay this is halloween town three let me not put too much faith in this I don't know if I thought she knew because they kept playing up the they kept playing between the boy Marnie liked and and the principal so that we would be confused about who was actually the knight or whatever. And I and that's what made me think. No, neither one of them knew what was going on because they were like, that's what I knew she was flirting. Aggie was flirting because those because they were they were both were in. Oh, cute boys. And so I can't save the world. (laughs) They got swept up. They got swept up in their romance. I will say that the the boy showing up at the mall and being like, "Oh wow, fancy that! We're at the same mall." That was creepy. And I was like, "Okay, I know it's the principal because he looked out the window and he did that smile." So that's how we know it's him. And then we find out that it's uh, Lucas's daddy later. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I know he's innocent, but I'm not sure if he's innocent. Because why would he come to the mall and be like, oh, imagine running into you here of all the malls. There's only yeah. one mall in that town. <laughs> that was a little weird. I did. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, Brittany, because I did want y'all's take on Cody. Because even when he first showed up, I said, even if you're not involved, you need to get away from my girl Marnie. 
And Marnie, I need you to, because didn't we just do this in Halloween Town too? Yeah. You got a, yeah. swept up with a, mm. with a villain that mm-hmm. you just met. You didn't ask no mm-hmm. questions. You let him into your grandmama's room. You showed him the book, A Shadows. Now, and now here you go again. You ain't learned nothing. Well, she didn't show him the book of shadows, so. Because he, because they was at school. That's the only reason. If he had been at the house, <laughs> she, she would have been right up there. Up the stairs. But yeah, him, I don't even know where that, that happens later. But yeah, him being creepy about the note. I was still, there was no explanation as to why he was so nosy. It's like, yeah, okay, you can be curious about why she's passing notes to her grandma in the class. But him following her around, showing well, up randomly. That was like- that was to confuse the audience more so than anything. So that it, we would get off the trail of the principal when they weren't doing a very good job of that. <laughs> See, this is why I'm like, these kids are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think kids don't have attention spans. And that's really all that matters. It's not mm-hmm. a capacity issue. It's a... Oh, I was I missed that, so now I don't know what's going on. Issue. <laughs> I, I feel offended on behalf of ourselves at thirteen. <laughs> no, absolutely not. But yeah, him in real life, absolutely. And the part where they unzipped their human skin, I said, "This is um, okay. <laughs> sure, why not?" So, anything else about the school? them they they go back home and then they talk about unicorn milk and the, she puts the mirror on vibrate and there's just a whole big weird i don't know what's going on so anything else who was she talking to in the mirror in that part in that part she was talking to lucas's dad oh okay but i thought he was another one of her boyfriends until later <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't tell because aggie was just after that's funny. She's on the streets. She, she's like, I, I wouldn't be bad at her. Look, that's, you know, that could be a movie. Show. <laughs> like, what's going that's on? That's funny. Like, it wasn't nobody in Halloween. But yeah, I forgot they talked about it. And that scene, I just, every time there's something going on, they look at everybody but the most suspicious people. Okay. Calabar was a creep. But no, it couldn't have possibly. Okay, and the councilman, even in that first phone call, he was like, oh, has there any dangerous things going on? Wink, wink. <laughs> and no one thought, like, that's kind of a weird question to ask. <laughs> like the oh, thing. yeah, I have that written down. Edgar is so suspect. Have there been any signs of danger? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I I don't know. So, yeah, and... Again, I'm talking about it later, but Marnie being caught up with, with Cody, it's like, girl, there's so much desperation and sadness in these girls. And not Dion. desperation. <laughs> it's like, uh, I know in the first one, people, they talk about Marnie's weird or whatever. And I guess, because we never see her with like other friends since the first movie. So I don't know really what's going on there. But the way that she just clung on to this, the first boy that I guess had showed her any attention since the other one turned out to be evil and disappeared in some twinkly lights, like the twirling of the hair and all this stuff, I was really quite over it. So, anywho. Okay, so. And I feel like she, this is skipping ahead, but I feel like she told this huge secret about their family pretty 
early on, like we didn't learn really anything about this boy except for he likes to show up all the time and he's in the way I have written down Cody we don't have time for you yeah I think that was about the ending and she was like okay well let me tell you I'm a witch and here we're on a broom you got you passed out and now you're flying in the air it's like that was fast and he was tall so that's it she was in high school oh dear okay so more school most of this was at school it was Halloween Teen at High, right? Even though I thought, and as a kid, like I was like, oh, they're gonna go to Halloween, they're gonna go to high school in Halloween Town. That would make more sense to me. I would have wanted to see that. I live in the human realm. I don't need to see us. <laughs> like, I don't care. I want to go back to Halloween Town. But anyway, so yeah, we talked about the history class where um, Grandma Aggie broke it down. Okay, she said Columbus did not discover America. The kids' minds were blown. They didn't know what to do. Their faces really cracked me up. And then she talked about the plague and all that. She she also basically <laughs> said that man could have find his way out of a paper bag. Right. <laughs> and that was her. And she said there was a good reason the Mona Lisa was smiling. I said, now, wait a minute. Let's get into that. Um, so they have lunch. They go to the hideout that's hidden in the locker. I don't know. They and Marnie tells them that they need to again further assimilate. They need to join some clubs. They need to go out for the football team and all that. Of course, you know, Lucas Grubiel's character is the actor. So I said, okay, all right, this is audition for high school music. And then there's clearly someone in the suit of armor in the hideout, but no one sees the huge eyeballs moving around. So is everybody just uh, so I don't know. What did y'all think about them joining the clubs and going to the mall and then the the thing that happens with the smoke and whatever? When Agatha pulled out that dagger, she said, the dagger. It was so, there was so much <laughs> drama. I was like, yes, this is the drama that I need. Um, you know, I think I like them being teenagers and that was kind of fun. Everybody scattered. Nobody was listening to Marnie talking. Um, wasn't clear what was happening with the purple smoke in the Halloween store. But Lucas, uh, whatever Lucas's character, he wasn't doing so well with the insults. He lucky he got that last one in about they should make a mask out of your face because he was talking about all, he was he was just kind of going off track. <laughs> and they recycled but, that joke from Xenon. He was trying to, uh, oh, <laughs> exactly I didn't even said. realize that. <laughs> like, I know he was trying to defend Halloween Town, but. No, uh, he wasn't, he wasn't though. He was trying to start mess so that the kids would be in trouble. Oh, so you're right. The will be closed. Yeah. Oh, you're right. That was intentional. Oh, I forgot about that. Did you see Dylan in the back not doing a thing? He said, I'm not sure about did. to reach out. I'm not going <laughs> to stop this man. <laughs> Cassie tried, but Dylan was just standing there like, well, it's your funeral. Also, there was a, sorry, this is random. When they were joining the clubs and everybody was happy, whatever, they were playing um, Let's Get Together from the Parent Trap, but like a weird version that I didn't need. And I was just confused as to why that was there. So oh, I, it's I Let's Get Together with the humans. I didn't humans enjoy are it. good now. We're not. And see, that's when the council started off in the beginning. They said humans or whatever. I said, I mean, y'all right. not stay, wrong. stay over there. You're not, not wrong. No one was wrong about humans in this whole, <laughs> this whole movie. And I was like, girl, Marnie, you live there. You know. 
She just make stuff up. Well, but Marnie might not know, though. <laughs> oh well, you know what? You, you're right. For her in her world, yes. And in 2004, too. No, she doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Also, did y'all know there's a part when they were in the lunchroom and Cody was like spying on them from like up top. There was like a random boy just running through the lunchroom. Like he had gotten hit with something. It, yes, it I noticed so... that. I noticed that, and I didn't know <laughs> what, what his he committed to some backstory in his mind, and I need an interview with that. I, kid. I just want to know what they told him before they said action because it was so random. I thought it was going to be part of the story, but he just it never came back. So yeah, I did like Brittany. You said I enjoyed them being like Marnie girl. I don't care what you have to say. Um, then we get this whole thing with Dylan and Natalie, who is a troll, but instead of them being imaginative, they literally just made her a troll doll that you could buy at Toys R Us. And I said, okay. And look, no shame, because I used to collect those things like they were worth something. So I, <laughs> I used to love them. But yeah, what did y'all think about Mr. Dylan and this whole thing? Natalie? Wait, before that, though, we had that um shopping montage and I thought about Brittany like how did they oh. work in a shopping montage Got into to. this movie <laughs> gotta gotta have it I wrote that down gotta have a shopping gotta montage it. it's not 2000 without one. <laughs> oh, and you know what Dylan did make me laugh when uh because Cody showed up so I said to the house before he showed up to the mall and I said sir why are you randomly showing up to the house you didn't confirm the time of the date that you asked Marnie out on Okay. It's still supposed to be suspicious. We're still supposed to not think. We're still supposed to be confused about who the knight is. Okay. I mean, he still yeah. is. His hair is so dark. <laughs> Goodbye, Andrea. <laughs> to the corner. <laughs> I can't. I was just so confused. And then Dylan said, "There's that witty repartee again." Now that did make me laugh. That was funny. <laughs> I actually enjoyed their banter mm-hmm. in this movie. It was it was a lot more evolved than it had been. But yeah, so yeah, so that happened, and then <laughs> Natalie beats him at this video game, and she said, "Dylan, why are your glasses fogging up?" And I felt that because I mean that has happened to me like that. But I just think about now walking around with my mask on, I can't see nothing if I <laughs> if I don't have the right one on because I just it's be fogged up. But yeah, yes. what you think about their romance throughout this um well it turned like I didn't expect it to like Dylan to be that bad so Mm -hmm. I was like how dare you (laughs) (laughs) yeah a lot of nerve girl and if it's one thing (laughs) they got his nerve he must he's friends with what's his face from pixel perfect oh just gotta finish editing that (laughs) Ricky Ullman (laughs) they're like pen pals they like be messaging on the message boards oh my gosh he was so rude for someone so rude for someone who no poof um no (laughs) for someone who had been to Halloween Town before right like you assume that 15 people from Halloween Town just happen to look like humans like they just happen to look like you and he the exactly way he was shocked and like okay you could be shocked but he was shocked and immediately took it out on her mm-hmm. and said you're a fuzzy pink thing i'm glad she said well you don't look good either she told that, him he was that was everything. he was ugly uh but he was so mean to her yeah so was, Natalie and, better. Awful. And, and natalie was so cute she was. 
She had, a, she had a rainbow shirt. I like the shirt. I like the pink hair. I do like the pink, and I like the big hair. But it was it was shocking, and they just let it be okay. That's what bothered mm-hmm. me. It was there was no there were no discussions or repercussions. It's just okay for you to be awful like that <laughs> because you don't find her attractive anymore. Like it's like she did something wrong to, like to him. Like it's her fault that you messed up my fantasies. So now I'm I have to be mad at you, man. It's perfect again. <laughs> we just we just well did this and I can't. But girl, that this is really bad. That's, <laughs> that's why we're dealing with this crap right now. That's the problem. Exactly. Exactly. Humans have not changed. <laughs> he said, "I'm used to you looking all cute." And she said, you were the one of the ugliest creatures I've ever laid my eyes on. I said, Natalie, I know that's right. You better take him down. And I said, you know, Dylan, you got a lot to say for somebody. This is your one shot, I feel. Okay, if you're going to keep continuing down this path, like, it's not looking too good for you. So, I, I, again, we talked about Calabar. Like, are you going in that same direction? So, anyway, that was a mess to me. He is already there. Not in the same direction. They're they're already there. I didn't think it could get worse than what he said in the first one. Um, His little quips here and there about women and and teenage girls and all that mess. And I said, okay. But the older he got. So, again, Gwen, Aggie, where where are y'all at? (laughs) Helping them along. So, anyway. Yeah, so then we get this weird scene in the mall. We don't, I, I still don't understand what was happening. Um, they see the Halloween town, or not, not the Halloween town, the Halloween store. Also, this is random. Did y'all know they're making a movie about, you know, out of the spirit Halloween stores? I heard something, but I thought it was a joke. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not quite sure yet, but it's, I feel like there's a trailer or something. I, why? Anyway. They're at the store, and the the werewolf is like, or whoever, they're like, that looks like my Uncle Ernie. I don't know why that made me laugh, but I said, okay. So, yeah, Ethan intentionally incites um, some violence against, like, a man who looked, to be at least, like, 45. Too old to be fighting. It's the same 40-year-old from, from the science class. <laughs> they said, look, we've got, we don't have a big budget, okay. At the same time, while all this is happening, they're about to throw hands. Marnie and Cody are on this date because he followed her there and then this I just had to point this out because the script was real sad in this one too he said oh you're still here it's been 15 minutes and you haven't gone running off with the crazy excuse and then Marnie says I know it must seem like I'm always running off that's what he just said what I just sorry like that (laughs) I just stuff like that just irritates me it's like again I know that at 13 I just I, I wasn't paying attention, but now it's like y'all didn't even care. So anyway, so yeah, what can either one of you tell me what happened? Like, what was the point? Did did uh, Lucas, whatever his name is, Ethan, did he do the smoke? Because we know he put the dagger in the pumpkin. I don't know. I think he. I, we can assume he did the smoke. Yeah, I think. He but they didn't explain it because <laughs> his daddy told him to do that, so he did everything except for leave. The human worlds at the very end why couldn't he leave i was confused like i know his dad needed him to be there i guess to not make it look suspicious but I, it just came out of nowhere <laughs> wait what came out of nowhere like luke like luke is being involved yeah he was weird or whatever but then like they were they were um 
the dad was like saying something when they all later got to the principal's office and you know re- big reveal or whatever Mo-ha-ha. um <laughs> he tried to act like i guess lucas ethan whatever his name is was a disappointment and all this other stuff and that was supposed to tie into him helping him and i was like i don't know enough about y'all to care or for this to be oh. meaningful in any way so i was like oh, okay and on it yeah too. okay <laughs> I wasn't thinking about it that hard at this point. I was very bored. Uh, only because I'm I'm doing this one. That's <laughs> that's the whole reason. Um, Sophie is in two scenes, and Sophie would have been figured this out. The movie would have been five minutes long. Yes, Sophie was. It was not. It was a missed opportunity to not have Sophie. They could have aged mm-hmm. her up. We wouldn't have remembered. They could have put yeah. her as a freshman in high school and had her in there too. Mm-hmm. So, because she was a good balance for Marnie. Marnie is a little bit irritating. <laughs> so, yeah. Sophie was was a good balance for that. <laughs> she knew something to do. She had actual talent. I, you know, right. <laughs> You're a wish by birth girl, but <laughs> go get, hit them books. So I don't know. Marnie's yeah. mom is better than she is. That's embarrassing. Right. Your mother <laughs> hasn't been practicing in 15 years, and she's still better than you are. That's a mess. That's terrible. And Sophie could have gone to the mall. Like, why exactly, she go to the exactly, mall? exactly. That would have made that whole date scene more interesting because she would have mm-hmm. been sitting sitting next to them, saying stupid stuff. Somebody's coming. I'm sorry. Yeah, I really want to know more about that. So, <laughs> if anyone out there knows more to the story, if someone has a tea, please reach out. Let us know because I could not find it on Google. Um, Marnie says that she knew. She had a theory that it was someone from Halloween Town. I don't know when she ever said that before this part. Um, how does she know? So I don't. Okay, he called her a little halfling, and I was like, okay, so we're just <laughs> that. That did remind me of Harry Potter. So you know the whole mud blood thing. And then again, are they wrong about humans? No. And then we get the scene with Arnie and her mom. And I was like, okay, at least they have a better relationship. And then they have the marshmallow spider. And girl, that would have ruined all the hot chocolate for me. Wait, I, it had it had eyes. Yeah. So it is a dead spider in my hot chocolate. Okay. <laughs> a marshmallow that. spider. I don't care what it was made of. <laughs> but yeah, she's just like, remind me why I don't like to use magic. So that's how we're going to explain this. After you went on a rampage the first movie about them. And Brittany already said this earlier, but again, I was over it. What was the point of all that? Like, how did you come to this conclusion? I I had mixed feelings. Like, I was happy we weren't arguing about it anymore because it was always a dumb argument because obviously having magic is better than not having magic. But I was also annoyed that we're just pretending like you haven't been ridiculous for my entire life because we're not going to do that <laughs> if it was me I would be bringing it up all the time <laughs> oh, so you want to summon thing okay like magic to me also, I, oh, go ahead, Brittany. I was just confused like I was relieved that okay they're not arguing but I was also confused that Gwen was helping out so much and Sophie wasn't when I feel like Sophie had the stronger powers of mostly everybody and it's like what what did you spend the time reclaiming your power remembering things for the past two years Gwen because you weren't trying to do anything for two movies 
I actually yeah. was going to say, before Marnie and her grandma started arguing, I actually really liked their relationship because that seemed more like the maternal figure because we didn't really see Marnie with her mom so much. But her talking to her grandma and, like, having that maternal figure, I was like, oh, that's really nice. And it's like, whoa, sad that Gwen is absent because of this tumultuous relationship. They're just not going to have that closeness like Marnie has with her grandma. <laughs> but you know yeah Sophie could have been at the the haunted house she right. could have been she could have just been there even if it was just a tag along with her mom jumping into the mirror mm-hmm. what they would I just don't understand why they did not utilize her maybe she only agreed to be her number of like I don't know but yeah it was definitely a waste of opportunity she's the best witch that they got next to Aggie so I don't know uh, and also, I was wondering when we were going through this, like, what happened to Cal Jr.? Like, he was supposed to come back, and they just, like, never mentioned him again. <laughs> so, we go back at school. Things are happening. Grandma Aggie is not speaking to Marnie, and honestly, I don't blame her because she's always doing something dumb. And <laughs> then we get the reveal of the villains. I think, Brittany, you talked about earlier this very like the was it I can't remember the iron dagger was before when the principal drew it in chalk and no one else noticed and then um Aggie made it rain and he came in did a turn to the camera with his hat (laughs) with that smirk that was just a hot mess and then they're like you know let's do a haunted house and then you know people get snatched so Cassie particularly gets snatched um, so I did, Brittany, and you just touched on this. I did want to ask y'all what y'all thought about the dynamics between the Cromwell women in particular in this movie and then everything with the principal and the council, whatever, whatever. But I thought it was interesting because, yeah, they were, because now we don't have Marnie and her mom fighting, but now we've got her versus Aggie for like a few scenes. And then all of a sudden, like, everybody's just cool now. I don't know. Well, it's normal for family just to fight and then be cool five minutes later. At least it was normal for me and my family, not me personally, but my family members did that all the time. So I didn't really think too much about it. (laughs) It was just, it was just like, they didn't, they never touched on it. Like, how did we get here? And that's why I wish they would have rethought this whole storylines two and three. I don't know. and, And it doesn't really matter, but you know. I think it makes sense. I also think it makes sense for like um, Maggie, not Maggie. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Marnie and Grandma to have her th- have their thing and figure it out, as opposed to Marnie and her mom who have like years worth of deep seated resentment. <laughs> where, like, I don't see them just resolving something in a minute. More like pretending to be okay and just like ignoring the the conflict between them. So I feel like it made sense for them to, you know, be like, oh, I was stubborn. You were right. No, no, you were right. Okay. I'm still stuck on the fact that Sophie wasn't there, though, when they were sitting, all three of them at the table, Mm -hmm. pulling their magic together. And it's like, you're missing. And then I think Grandma Aggie was like, the Cromwell witches. And I was like, no, 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 because you're missing one. Mm -hmm. You're missing one person, one power. And the mom said, I'm going to go into Looking Glass. And it was like, but where's Sophie? Not not a mention of her. They really disrespect her in every movie, honestly. And they never 
Because <laughs> even in the first one, they kept left her out constantly. But they were talking about the Cromwell women as if she just didn't exist. So I I don't know. But yeah, I think I just wanted, and again, I know it's too much to ask because these are decoms, but if they had spent just a minute in either two or three talking about how Know, Marnie and the mom got over, you know, how Gwen got over her um, resentment and all that stuff about magic or whatever. I just think that would have been interesting. But again, they didn't have time for that because we just needed a CGI bag running around. So, <laughs> um, and then, you know, Cassie gets kidnapped and then there's the villain stuff and all that. So any other thoughts on this? Oh, well, I'm just like, Marnie was like, here, Someone broke into our lounge. Go wait in the lounge by yourself. <laughs> That's exactly. Very true. Exactly. <laughs> she said, "You'll be safe here." So, dumb, dumb, dumb. You know you're running from knights. There's a knight in the room. Right. <laughs> I personally would not be staying. I'm good outside. I'll find outside. Thank you. Weird. No one thought, and it kept creaking, and Cassie kept turning. Hey, is someone here? All right. Never mind. Back to. She just kept walking around the room in a circle. It was it was just weird. I don't I don't know. Oh, that was the other thing I was gonna say. They when they were at the table together and they were like, "There's nothing that the Cromwell women can't do." And I'm like, it seemed like it's a lot of things y'all can't do, based on the events of this movie. So I again I'm questioning, like, are the are the Cromwells the prominent witches because like everybody else died or something? Like, the, where is everybody? Because they this can't be the top caliber. Um, of what we're working with here. I don't know. Are they the baddest witches in the land? Who knows? Um, we have Cody who randomly grabbed Marnie into a closet. That would have been an immediate hex. <laughs> Pox on your whole family. <laughs> Why? Like, okay, I know, Andrew, you said, you know, they're trying to set him up. But what? <laughs> That really bothered me. And why would she owe you an explanation about anything? You just met her. She don't know anything about you. So I don't know. Okay. Anywho. Um, anything about the villains or anything or the flying sequence? Was the, the was that the magic carpet ride? Yeah, I show you. That's what I said. That's his great value, Aladdin and Jasmine. Girl, please. But at least Jasmine was flying at this time. <laughs> oh, it was, it was. Oh, you know what also bothered me a little bit? Um, because like we were talking about before, I thought the principal was like really, he was in on it, but he wasn't really a knight. He just, this white, okay. So this white man came and told you about your family stuff and that your family used to be, the Iron Dagger Knights, whatever. So I say you're upholding traditions that you know nothing about that this man could have just made up. Like you don't know anything about this. That I don't know. I didn't like the him puppeteering. Yeah. Black me, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was very uh, uncomfortable. Uh-huh. We're all on the same page there. Okay. I was that, like, that was a choice <laughs> for that plot point and for that and those racial dynamics. <laughs> that was the definite choice. Especially when, and then when it turns into a riot at the end. Okay, let's 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 go here because also I thought the bag was eating him. Okay, I thought he yes. did not have a limb. I was 
so confused. But, he yelled you know, so I, loud. And I'm, I would not, as a student, the amount of people, school just started, the amount of people that have been screaming in these hallways <laughs> would be concerning if I worked there. We only saw one teacher, really. Aggie was teaching every class. There was only one other teacher who said, stop running in the hall. I was like, what kind of school y'all running here? Um, before we get to the carnival, though, I, again, the Cromwell thing, I was like, so is their weakness men? Like this whole plan of female witches, like that's their primary weakness is raggedy men that they just met. Okay. Which is fair. So. I it. They would be the first witches. I hate to see it. I really hate to see it. <laughs> and you really can't. I mean, Aggie's old and she should be not doing this, but you really can't right. blame teenagers. <laughs> She's a teenager. Because, see, every... Well, yeah, Marnie... See, Marnie should be suspicious. Like, if this was truly a follow-up to the last movie, she should be suspicious of every new boy that she meets. And I guess she's a teenager, so I'm not gonna, you know, go in. But if we're gonna have continuity, at least put it, throw a line in there or something. But hey, no. Aggie girl, you you should know better. You, th- hundreds of years old at this point. You was around with <laughs> uh, big, big Willie Shakespeare and whatnot and uh, doing el- whatever Brittany said out on the street. So, you know. Okay, you should have seen all every type of man there is at this point. Like, okay. Um, yeah, the principal was a weird choice, but also the mom. I'm still trying to understand that backstory. Because she just completely rebuked magic for her husband that she met <laughs> in five minutes. So again, like, all of you do this. And I didn't know until <laughs> this movie. I said, there is a clear pattern of behavior in this That's family. the weakness. What is y'all um, going on? I was Superman it. has kryptonite. The Cromwell women, witches, have men. <laughs> See, and now I'm like over it. I'm over it. Because you, because Gwen didn't have any actual real motivation. And we talked about that thoroughly in Halloween Town. But then I'm also wondering how did they have a relationship? If the portal was only open once a year, did she run away that, that day with this man? Like what, what was really going on? That is a more interesting story. They could do a prequel about Gwen and that That's would be interesting. Really you hear that, Disney? <laughs> Look, run us our coins. <laughs> See, here's, okay, here's what I would have wanted. First one, Halloween Town, great. Okay, we're off to a great start. We've got budget, all right. Um, Halloween Town 2, we see her training, okay? Maybe Cal can come back, but just maybe not be like, you know, putting his face in cinder blocks and such. Have a villain, whatever, but get into training. Talk about like the mom, delve into Aggie and the mom's relationship have some more family healing, whatever. And then in this one, they could have gone into backstory with the mom and or the grandma, which they tried to do in the fourth one, but it was awful. Um, going to the backstory, like what's going on at Aggie's life and all that stuff. And then like you see Marnie at, you know, level 10, witch stuff, blah, blah, blah. And she goes to high school in Halloween Town. If you still want to call Halloween Town High, like... Where were we in the writer's room? Okay, so (laughs) anyway, I'm going to get off my little soapbox and move on. So we're at the carnival and thankfully the end of this movie. So, I mean, honestly, my only question is like, what was going on here? They were foiled by um, the council dude who for some reason wearing a rich guy suit in the human world. And 
he hexed the creatures in the Halloween thingy and then hexed them again so that if you tried to unhex them, they get hexed double. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then you had people running around screaming, um, which I never understood the chaotic running because the way I would exit the facility, <laughs> you would never see me again. And there's a black guy instigating a mob. We got to get the freaks. I was like, this is what is happening. <laughs> okay, that took a turn. And then <laughs> and then it took another turn at the end. The very last, like, two minutes of the movie. And I said, now how did we get here? Wow. Because <laughs> I didn't right. want him to be evil and continue to be in this situation he got himself in. So mm-hmm. I was okay with them switching it up in the last 30 seconds of the movie. But it was... It was bad. And they specifically used the word bigoted, which made me think they mm-hmm. knew what they were doing. Yes, <laughs> so yeah. it was weird. I didn't like that. Um, I was going to comment that everybody was complaining that the haunted house wasn't scary enough. And then when it got scary, y'all couldn't handle it. So... Was there was there a lesbian couple in the in the Halloween in the haunted house walking through? It was I two thought, girls holding hands, and it felt coupley. Doubt it for this. That felt looked, couple-y. It did, but the lady looked like her grandma, so I was confused. <laughs> so it very well could have been. I was just like, "What are we?" Okay, that could have been Disney toying around with things as they do. So I don't think they're. I don't think they would toy around on on purpose. In 2004. I don't know. I don't know. I can't. But it was it was two girls holding hands, and they obviously wouldn't do two boys only holding hands because that's too obvious. Oh no! Plausible deniability with two girls holding hands. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Way too far as as proven to us in several movies. (laughs) Can't do that. Yeah, them using bigoted like like they started the whole racial allegory in the first movie, and I was like, okay. Y'all are doing way too much. But yeah, that specific word choice was a mess. And I didn't understand how it instantly became a witch hunting mob. Like, how did they go there? Because they just, they didn't even necessarily know what was going on. And then all of a sudden people crowd around. And it's like, I know human beings are terrible, but like, let's make this a little, just a little realistic. And then all of a sudden they hated Marnie. But they only had five minutes wrap of the movie. So this stuff had to happen. I know, just like, you know, Disney does a quick wrap up. I was just so confused. It, it escalated <laughs> so fast. It did. But which one was worse, her opening the portal in the last five minutes of the last movie or the mob <laughs> forming in the last five minutes of this movie? I'm going to say, oh, wait, in movie two? Yeah, yeah movie two. Oh, snap. I'm going to go with this was worse. I'm going to say this was worse, too. I think... I think because we're used to a movie ending in like five minutes, but this was like, not only did the movie end, but it took two turns to get there. And it took us along with it. So we got whiplash now of like, the black man is inciting a mob to attack (laughs) the the witches who are the freaks. All the students (laughs) who are just running around from the things that they asked for. They asked for the scary. They got the scary. And then they said, it's too scary, but this is what you wanted. Now you're also going to attack this elderly woman and this teenage girl inside <laughs> the haunted house that you complained about. Because <laughs> again, it wasn't scary enough. Mm-hmm. And then 
then all of a sudden you're concerned because now they might be hurt. Right. But, but you were going to hurt them. <laughs> they got hurt by somebody else though, but, but hurting by you is fine. That was, and now everybody is forgiven. And we see, can I was going to make an argument for the second movie, but you've blown that out the water because you are a hundred percent correct. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can take a little corny, corny ending. That's, that's a, you know, very Disney yeah. trademark. But this was like a, I, I don't know where we was going. I felt I was shaking up. I and I just. No, she acted out being shaken up, everyone. And it was beautiful. <laughs> yes. And I the fact that it was a black man, that just was a real choice. And like, it did not escape mm-hmm. me. It sure did. And you saw when they were in the haunted house that, you know, they were trying to represent themselves as they are. Um, and uh, Kelsey and Natalie, whatever, she was talking about the positive. Here are the positive contributions that trolls have made to society. I said, okay. So none of this stuff is accidental, but okay. All right, here we go. <laughs> so, it's But like, I did think that's, okay. that was funny how they did the haunted house, like how they ended up mm-hmm. making it a museum instead of, uh, or a cultural experience instead mm-hmm. of a haunted house. <laughs> but you know, people look, people don't want to see, um, positive contributions when things are a mess then they're like oh, okay that's great i don't know it was just very um interesting to me but i love the monster tea party and them having scones and such <laughs> that that really did crack me up until they started attacking folks but yeah i i was confused there were people were running see this is why i don't go outside i don't like crowds because girl i'm not getting trampled for some mess there was a baby crying and that made me laugh i don't even know why but the isolated crying in the background, just it was just too much. Like they're running around, skeletons are um, running after people. Aggie and Marnie are trying to do a spell. They know that using magic for some made up reason is making things worse. And then they continue to do the same spell again. It was just like, what? And then they had Dylan looking like, wow, you all are such monsters. Only to then show up and be like, hey, actually, what's wrong with you humans? <laughs> and di- they acted like Dylan didn't have powers in the other movie. Not Dylan, sorry. Not Dylan. Um, oh, Cody. Oh, boy. Yeah, Cody. I was. My note says, shut up, Cody, in all caps, because why are you here? That's like, why I said. We don't have time for you. You are in the way. <laughs> Things are happening. We don't have time for this. And you're accusing them. Based on what? How did they conclude? How did the whole crowd conclude that it was Marnie and Aggie? They didn't even know what was going on. I don't know. This is the crucible all over again. Oh my! Oh, I saw it. It's awful. Oh that play is awful. Yeah, I had to. We had to read that so many times. So many times, like girl, the canon. Let's just expand it, okay? Let's just do away with it altogether, also. But anyway, I don't know. And also this whole trip, I just talked about Cromwell's weakness being men, but also every movie is about a weird man trying to take that, da- take them down. So I'm tired. Goodbye, Andrea. <laughs> Cromwell's versus the Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye, So I don't know. I don't know. And when, Brittany, you pointed out the acting. Okay, Debbie Reynolds said, I might, I'm here in this mess, but I'm going to give you a show. Mm-hmm. When he took the magic and she said, why magic? And then 
fell to the ground. I said, Crumble. come on. I said, she, come on. You better win that Emmy. <laughs> she crumbles. You felt every ounce everything. of that. That was everything. And then the principal was concerned. Sir, you just incited violence against them. You hate the freaks. You hate them. What happened? That's, I'm like, I would have been like, don't touch me. Right. Don't try to help me up. And they still dated afterwards. So you're not finna, no. Mm-mm. That's what I'm saying. It's no one else, Aggie. It's no one at all in Halloween Town. Okay. And Nobody's the, perfect, um, Jasmine. <laughs> it's, it's a difference between being perfect and like inciting a mob. <laughs> And then people, then people wanted oh, to defend Mar- uh, like the guy stepped in and said, "Hey, I don't know anything about werewolves, but this is the best like linebacker we have." But it's like the, the black just, kid, the black kid, yes, specifically the black kid is the first one to come out of the screaming angry mob. He said, "Oh, I know what this is. Let me just <laughs> let me pipe up." <laughs> I'm just so. It it made I just felt my intelligence was being assaulted. I don't know what was going on. And again, he took their magic, but Dylan was still there. But Dylan has powers too. I was just confused, and he didn't help. He didn't do nothing. I was just uh, uh, okay. So, all right. So now the humans know about Halloween Town. They seem pretty cool with everything. And then Marnie says some foolishness like. How do you know someone truly cares about you if you don't show them who you really are? I said that's the message of this movie. Are you joking? I am. Um, <laughs> I was kind of done. Yeah, <laughs> and then it, it kind of ended with like, we look different on the outside, but we're all the same inside. They're like going into a uh, look of the Irish territory. This movie. I don't know. See, thing I don't see color, and I just well. It, didn't you say it was the same high school and there were leprechauns in this movie? Yeah, so. it's too much. It's too much. Also, the the spell changed within five minutes. Yeah, I was paying too much attention to that. First, they said magic is fixum, and then they said magic is factsum, and I said, okay, how does that work? Y'all just making up stuff. That's fine. Because one is to take the power, and the other one is to take it back. Yeah, I'm just like uh-huh, I'm uh-huh. Just over it. <laughs> Yeah, I think they oh, stole his power it. too, because yeah. his power was red, and they they oh, yeah. took, they took, took his, his power, power too. too. So now they supposedly got to be the most powerful. They, they got to be <laughs> all this power, and so she's gonna let um her their boyfriends <laughs> threaten their <laughs> magic. You y'all gotta do something about that. Also, Marnie's wearing the same outfit that she wore in the second one. So was um Aggie. She was wearing the same one for the first one. So. I mean, when, uh, like, at the end, the scene where they were in the, like, the, at the party or whatever. I'm just, yeah. Um, That's, that was my only other piece of trivia. So, yeah, that was the movie. Oh, yeah, and then it ends with this weird, oh, Natalie and Dylan. Natalie said, I'm sorry, you're gross. Let's just be friends. And I said, you deserve that, Dylan. Okay. <laughs> that that makes sense. But I didn't like them walking away holding hands. It yeah, was, that was unnecessary. It was not. Mm-mm. Well, you know, Disney can't. Let one movie go by, or too many movies go by without something. And then Marnie takes Cody on again another magic carpet ride, and it's just like, and that ends the movie. And I just said, "Are you joking?" I could show you the world. I was disgusted. 
He was yeah. tall, Jasmine. The thing about that was shining, <laughs> shimmering, or slender. Slender. I'm good. So. <laughs> cringeworthy moments. The black guy inciting a mom. Yeah. <laughs> that that takes the cake for me. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, and everything about Cody. And the black guy being Cody's behavior was very white man. Cody was a stalker. Yeah, Yeah, he was very much. I followed you to this mall Mm -hmm. because you didn't go on a date with me. That's a step away from if I can't have you, nobody can. So yeah, that's where Cody's heading. (laughs) Now, if he had been an reincarnation of Calabar, I would have been like, okay, I see where this is going. (laughs) He might as well have been. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so feel good moment. I like the fall of it. Like I like the Halloween fall yeah, of it yes, all. Yes, yes, like the, the vibes are on point. Yeah. Yes, I like that. It was it was a good like fall movie as fall has just quickly came. It's still summer here. No, no, isn't that <laughs> Goodbye. nice? Goodbye. Um, <laughs> the, it's not a feel good moment, but I just enjoyed them saying that Columbus did not discover the new world. That's all. <laughs> Now everything else in the movie was a mess, but that was the only. <laughs> was mm-hmm. the only I got, I did get a couple of chuckles out of this movie. I didn't yeah. get any chuckles out of the other, of the, out of the second one. So no, no. All right, so what are we rating? Film. No. I liked this slightly better than the second one, um, because because like Brittany said, the fall vibes, the vibes were there. I liked um, Marnie and Dylan's banter. I liked Aggie. I felt like Aggie and Marnie had more screen time together this movie than the second movie. So I said 2.85. I was just saying it's three. Like it was pretty average. I, I was along for the ride though. Like I was, it was fine. It wasn't like a terrible movie for me. I was entertained. Just look, you know, pretty gowns. It was nice. It was just the last 10 minutes that really was like, what? But up until then, I was, you know, enjoying it. It felt more, it felt more Halloween towny than the second one. Like I wish we could have lost the second one and somehow went from the first one to the third one. I agree because it agree. had more of the feel of the first movie, and yeah. so that was nice. So I'm gonna give it a three. I agree. They lost two points for the that ending though, cause what? Cause what? And for whoever cast that black man in that role on purpose and probably went off chuckling to themselves. Chuckling. Well, I mean, we again in Halloween Town too. We had you know the black man. Being oh yeah, the gorge or smelliest person. Ugh. So y'all just said you know whatever. Same casting director, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm giving this a point eight. Um, I was over it. I did not enjoy this at all. Again, I don't care about the human world. I'm not. I don't care about them trying to frame humans as as tolerant. I'm sorry, I just can't. I've had too much life experience at this point to like <laughs> go along with this storyline. I want to go back to Halloween Town, okay? The magical place with bright colors, and it's fun, right? Let's bring back the feel. I just felt like the plot, the script, the characters, the effects, the even the fashions, as we talked about, everything just felt like very sad and uninspired to me. So yeah, point eight. So before we wrap this up, any other thoughts about Halloween Town High? Or the kind of sad that this is over. 
just because I feel like we've reached the end of my caring about <laughs> decom. So <laughs> it was kind of sad when it ended. So I just felt it was sad. I was sad that that's what they decided to go with, especially because it's the last one Kimberly J. Brown is in. I was like, y'all gave her this to work with, but Brittany, anything to add? Or are you done? <laughs> I'm confused why she didn't come back for the why they made the fourth one without her. Maybe she was over it. She wanted to come. Oh, she wanted to come back. That wasn't mm. her decision. Hmm. Well. Yeah. So with that note, <laughs> with that being said, that wraps up this discussion of Halloween Town High. As always, all the socials, links, and notable mentions are in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.